It's Thursday, September 6, 2018. Big polluters clearly have big expectations for you. Brett Kavanaugh on the U.S. Supreme Court spells big trouble for environmental standards and climate action. Plus, extreme weather slams into Japan and the Gulf Coast and Wisconsin. All of that slamming and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. They want to have windmills all over the place, right? When the wind doesn't blow, what do we do? Uh, We got problems. If your house is staring at a windmill, not good. When you hear that noise going round and round and round and you're living with it and then you go crazy after a couple of years. I had no idea the White House was next to a windmill. This is your 900th Green News Report. Not good. Okay, Desi Doyen, it's our 900th episode of the Green News Report. You better make it a good one. No pressure. (laughs) Okay, I'll do my best. First up, Senate Republicans are ramming through confirmation hearings this week for Judge Brett Kavanaugh, President Trump's U.S. Supreme Court nominee, in hopes of swinging the nation's highest court hard right and potentially crippling the government's ability to act on climate change for a generation. In 12 years as a federal appellate court judge, Kavanaugh compiled an extensive record of voting against federal regulations on climate change and air pollution in a number of high-profile cases. Well, of course, that's one of the reasons why he was nominated. Yet, despite his record on his second day of hearings in the Senate on Wednesday, Kavanaugh claimed he's not against all regulations. I'm a skeptic of unauthorized regulation, of illegal regulation, of regulation that's outside the bounds of what the laws passed by Congress have said. We don't rewrite those laws. The executive branch also shouldn't be rewriting those laws. In other words, Kavanaugh doesn't believe the Environmental Protection Agency has the authority to regulate greenhouse gas emissions that cause dangerous climate change. Well, that would be news to the existing Supreme Court. Exactly. He thinks that because back when Congress passed the Clean Air Act, it didn't explicitly tell the agency to regulate greenhouse gas emissions, it therefore cannot regulate greenhouse gas emissions. But wasn't the Clean Air Act specifically written to include any dangerous emissions that the EPA may determine in the future? Exactly. The law does have mechanisms to incorporate new emerging threats. That was Congress's intention when they wrote the law. Yes, but Kavanaugh believes the EPA cannot act on global warming now unless Congress acts. Unless they act to specifically rewrite the law. Exactly. The one that already exists. Exactly. The one that he would like us all to ignore. Exactly. Gotcha. Kavanaugh's confirmation would cement a hard right five to four majority on the nation's highest court, and that could have very long-term consequences on the federal effort for climate action. Including overturning what the Supreme Court has already determined regarding climate action. Kavanaugh's also indicated he'd obliterate another central tenet of environmental law, the so-called Chevron Doctrine, or Chevron Deference, in which federal judges are supposed to defer to federal agency experts and scientists when deciding industry challenges to new pollution regulations. Democratic Senator Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island on Tuesday slammed the coalition of right-wing dark money groups that he says are spending tens of millions of dollars to support Kavanaugh's confirmation. Lots of big Republican influencers are polluters who like to pollute for free. Big polluters clearly have big expectations for you on their deregulatory effort. 
to me, is what corporate capture of the courts looks like. Meanwhile, the impacts continue from global warming intensified extreme weather. Japan this summer has already seen deadly record flooding and deadly record heat waves. And on Tuesday, the strongest typhoon in 25 years, Typhoon Jebi, slammed into Japan's west coast, killing at least nine people as of airtime, ripping buildings apart, and forcing the evacuation of more than a million people. Here in the U.S., Wisconsin's Republican Governor Scott Walker issued a statewide emergency last week after parts of Wisconsin received nearly six months of rain in just two weeks. In southern Wisconsin, the Kickapoo River hit historic flood levels two feet higher than the previous record set back in 2008, causing damage that local officials described as, quote, breathtaking. And more rain is on the way as Tropical Storm Gordon heads to the Midwest after making landfall and causing flooding at the Alabama-Mississippi border. And way out in the Atlantic Ocean, Hurricane Florence has become the first major hurricane of the 2018 season, quickly intensifying into a Category 4 on Wednesday, what one meteorologist called a monster with an unknown track. So buckle up. So even though this is our 900th episode of the Green News Report, looks like this may take a few hundred more before we solve this problem. (laughs) I believe so. If you'd like to support our work here, I hope you will stop by bradblog.com slash donate You are the only ones who help the Green News Report continue to connect the climate change dots, which is something I'd think you'd like to do if only to hear Desi Doyen say kickapoo again. (laughs) That's bradblog.com slash donate. You can also find and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your 900th Green News Report. Got my 45 on so I can rock.